<laughs> All right, I'm about to hit record. Okay, okay great. Let me just do uh, some warm-ups first. Um, red leather, yellow leather, red, red leather, leather, yellow leather. leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Sweet red leather, biscuit. Ye- Sweet what? biscuit. Sweet biscuit? <laughs> yeah, that's what our that drama before. teacher got us to do. I don't know why. Uh, I have this one for my uh, rude uh, Shakespeare days. Oh, yeah. Old Mother Ruddle had a rough cut bunt and a rough cut bunt had she. Not a rough cut bunt, but a bunt cut rough with a hole in the middle and a flag at the front. Oh! (laughs) Hello, hello and welcome to (laughs) Elementary Elementary Springfield. (laughs) I am Claire Sullivan. And I am Lauren Bock, and we are watching seasons three to eight of The Simpsons. We are, because I haven't seen it, and you, Bock, are a bastion of knowledge Thank of The Simpsons. Thank you so much. Oh, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the compliment, and here's the backhand. But also a bastion of knowledge of most things, including how to shape your legs and how to yeah. put on eyeliner. All these I things. Am a, I am a real woman. You are! <laughs> You taught me how to do those things. <laughs> That's all right. What yeah. have you taught me? You taught me, oh, uh, what? I can't even think. Oh, I taught you about um, yogurt up your vag. You're right. Yes. Yep. Yes. You've, yep. ta- you've taught me a lot of vaginal health. Yeah. That is true. And you taught me how to drink water. Yes, I did. I did. Water, so important. Yep. You've got to have a bottle. The easiest way yes. to drink more water is just always have a bottle of water with you. Yeah, I remember we were in Adelaide doing our first our, our split show together. Yeah, yeah. And Adelaide is a dry heat. Oh. It is a dry heat. Oh. And Adelaide's also a huge grid of a city. And so you're just walking pavements. You're just pounding the pavement. We had no uh-huh. transport. Nah. So we were just like walking all the time in this dry heat. Uh-huh. And you bought us water bottles. Yep. Like you're like, we're going. We're go- we- Before we'd even gone to the fringe office to nah. pick up our like artist passes, yeah. the first thing we did yeah. is that you went, all right, I'm getting us some water. And I'm like, yeah. all right, whatever. I think but I got then us when one I started- litre bottles each as well. You did? You did. Yes, you did. I completely <laughs> – and I was like, this thing. And then when I drank it all in like an hour and I felt like heaps better, I was like, oh, I, I guess. I see. <laughs> Water helps us play. Yeah. <laughs> I only took, uh, what was it? Uh, we took us seven years or whatever for it to kick in for you to start drinking water properly. Yep, exactly. That is true. <laughs> and I had my drink water app. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't need it anymore. I'm untethered. <gasps> oh, I'm proud of you. Uh, thank you so much. I literally have my water bottle right here. Tinker, 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 so tinker, do I. Thank you. Mine is metal. Mine is plastic, but like whatever it is, PBA free. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No cancer for us. No, thank you. No, thank you. So this week's episode was Lisa's first word. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And it was, to be honest, a delightful episode. Oh, wasn't it fantastic? It, it was so gorgeous. Like, so it yeah. was a, sto- a story within a story. And yep. in the past, as we've seen, they have not done that well. But with this one, it was so gorgeous, so well encased. Of Oh, mm-hmm. I loved it. It was funny because the same guy that wrote a previous uh, flashback episode, even though yep. it's like, I think we sort of see flashback episodes as, oh, we're just going to do like a cut episode. We're going to go to previous scenes or whatever. Yeah. But this was like 
telling and filling in the backstory of the Simpsons family. Um, and the same guy that wrote this episode, Mike Rice, yeah. also wrote the previous flashback episode, which was I Married March. Oh, wait. I don't think I've seen that one. Yes, you have. What? <laughs> I watched it. It was th- season three, episode 12. Yeah, it was when Marge, <laughs> uh, Homer leaves Marge to look for a job. Oh, and he and he goes on tour with the country singing floozy. Yes, yeah, the Is country that singing. Is called I Married Marge? That's all. No, wait, Hank. No, it's not. No, they, they got married in the seedy wedding chapel across from the state line, spent their wedding night in the living room couch at Marge's family house. Uh, Homer was, his wages from working at a mini golf course were insufficient to support the growing family, so he applied for the job at the nuclear power <laughs> That's plant. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. So it was when he tried to get a bunch of jobs, he was working really, really hard. Yeah. Summer and Patty were also like, Marge, what are you doing with this guy? Yeah, which they were fair enough to... Wonder. Exactly. So the same guy that wrote (laughs) that episode wrote this one. Really? He must Um, have improved. He did improve and he put a lot more effort into it, including like checking out old newspapers, going back to see what the news was like between 1983 and 1984, uh, which really made its way into the episode, I thought. Yeah. Well, they start off being like, oh, we remember that particular summer. And then they drop a whole bunch of very specific cultural references. Uh, Before they do that, I just want to tell you that this opening... Yeah. Is my favorite opening in The Simpsons. Oh, the big giant the couch circus gag. number. Yes, the big giant circus number. They it was. Come in. Yeah, that was beautiful. They start doing a little can-can line. These yeah. dancers come in and start doing a little can-can line. Then, like, the set, like, lifts up and it opens into this, like, glorious display of, like, elephants balancing, plate spinners, yeah. like, lion tamers, this whole thing. And I was like, oh, this is my favourite one. I didn't even know it was attached to this episode. Yeah, I think I'd seen that specific couch gag before, but I'd never seen this episode before because that couch gag... Like, I think that maybe that one, the couch gag is just so famous that it kind of lives uh-huh. beyond the episode. But I've seen that one before, and I feel like that's what, like, um, Family Guy based their opening number off. I would absolutely say that would have had an influence, for sure. For yeah. sure. The juxtaposition of, like, a grand circus act with a small family unit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and it's do also you know- gorgeous animation, that opening. Yeah gag yeah they were capable of doing it and making it be this really cute little reveal do you know why they made it though and it's 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 a common theme in the simpsons why the episode it was uh running a little short Ah! (laughs) so you know how we a few times we've gone is that is it it, was that necessary do we need to hold did we (gasps) why do we hold the traffic for so long (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh my god, that's really funny. But, yeah. but it, it was such a great opener. So I, I, it, they're totally forgiven. I'm here for it. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Completely forgiven. Don't totally care. Fine. Very well done. Which is kind of maybe speaking more to the Simpsons and how they're progressing through this show that they are actually making better use of their timing and if they are short they've got better ideas yeah and they're punchier and straight to the joke and they know what the world is a little more now yeah yeah Yeah. i feel far more steady on my feet watching this season yeah this feels a little bit safer hands yeah i I can't imagine what it'd be like to watch season one like let's not go there (laughs) 
imagine what it's going to be like watching, like, I don't know, season seven. Oh, my God. I can't uh-huh. imagine. It's going to get good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 When we're here, when we're, like, 50 years old, being like, <laughs> oh, man, here we are. We've got we're dementia. Can't remember the episode when we start. <laughs> start complaining about our various rutabagas. And I feel like that's just me now. So my lumbago was playing up. Let's cut this episode short. <laughs> Bring in the circus act. They'll fill time. All right. So the episode is about learning about Lisa's first word, which is yeah. such a gorgeous thing. Because for most people, it is either da 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 or ma ma ma. And I feel like for most parents, it's a little bit of a competition oh, yeah. as to which name gets said first. Yeah. Who loves me more? Is it da-da-da or is it ma ma I think I said mum first. I don't know. I've never asked. <laughs> if you never asked, it's probably because somebody didn't really like what <laughs> happened. <laughs> probably said, um, go fuck yourself or something like that. And I was like, no, yeah. not my house. <laughs> Fuck's sake. This little baby swearing. Mm-hmm. So cute. Oh. Uh, which is mean that Bart is trying to get Maggie to swear. Everyone's trying to suggest words. Say Bubba. Can you say Mama? Can you say yeah. Dada? So Can you as- say get bent? <laughs> get bent. So as it, op- it opens that they're trying to get Maggie to speak because mm-hmm. Maggie, well known for not speaking because she's a yeah. baby, but also she doesn't speak. Doesn't say a yes. single word. Marge is reading Fretful Mother magazine. <laughs> So nice. good. So, so good. good. <laughs> mother magazine. And she's like, oh, I think my, I think our baby's behind on her, like, skills as a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Babies get skills. And also, apparently, they're meant to meet, meet like, certain things by a certain week. Because I remember last year, I was doing my children's theatre company thing, and my, like, co-worker he like was about to have a baby and our boss had just had a baby and so mm. they're talking about like things that are called wonder Mile- weeks and milestones like a wonder oh. week is when your baby suddenly just starts walking oh. or when your baby suddenly starts making noise like out of nowhere uh-huh. they just plateau then they ricochet up like overnight Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and like if they don't ha- if these things don't happen within these certain very very small time frames then the mum is going to fret. <laughs> then fretful mother, mother magazine is like, yes, uh-huh. I will claim another one. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> so they're trying to get Maggie to speak and then they're like, Bart's like, uh, what was my first word? And <laughs> it goes into a little memory of like Marge and Homer, like, Randy and going at going at it, right? Clothes are flying, the lights are turned down low, yeah. they're giggling to each other, shit is going down. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Bart walks in, stops, stares and says, Ay, caramba! And Marge <laughs> goes like, hmm, I, I don't remember. But Lisa's <laughs> first word is great. Yeah. Good parenting skills. Deflection. Yeah, deflection into something deflection more interesting. And distraction. Deflection and distraction. Excellent. We'd be, distraction. We'd be great mothers. <laughs> oh, gosh. We've no, got I'm it all down. Constantly deflecting and distracting until they're like, Mom, I'm 20 years old. I'm like, oh, you're 20? I remember when I was 20. <laughs> Mom, I've got this really big problem. Look at my new shoes. <laughs> my new shoes. Look at the keys. Jingle, jingle, jingle. jingle, jingle. I'm, I'm I'm 20. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, okay. Jingle, 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 jingle. jingle, jingle. 
And 20 year olds like, well, they are shiny and quite fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so Marge starts setting the scene and she says, ah, oh, it was 1983, I think, she says. Hmm. And a young Joe Piscopo taught us how to laugh. Yep, great. Which, I don't know, I love that line. I you just it like down. it? I mean, Piscopo was fun to, I mean, it completely goes over my head. I have no idea what that is. Well, I looked it up. It's a guy from SNL. So I actually uh, thought that she was mispronouncing the guy from the movie who's like, you're laughing at me, that guy. And I was like, oh, that's really funny. And then, no, nah, she was actually referencing some dude in SNL who I've never heard of. So he must have been a big hit. Or maybe he was racist or something. Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, we crossed her. They're in, are they in New York? It looked like they were in New York. It became it a like, bit of an immigrant story. <laughs> yes, it felt like the opening of uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, or West Side Story. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right, no, it would have been Goodfellas, though, because it cuts to a, a bunch of street rats, a bunch of little kids on the corner, and one of them walks up and goes, hey, you want to go play stickball? Certainly. And then they go run away and they play it on a uh, machine. It's still 1983, everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's not the 50s, but they're acting yeah. like it is. And Bart is calling Homer Daddy. Bart refuses to call Homer Daddy. Homer. Homer. Um, really loving Marge's outfit here. It's a black pants and shirt combo with a really cute headscarf. Oh yeah, yeah, I loved it. It's like crop we know top too. Yep. and it's a it's we know it's a younger Marge, less hair. Oh, yeah, it's a little. Sh- that's how you can tell it's a little shorter. Just uh, just aging her down a little bit. Because I have seen one picture of Marge where she's got hair that is long and flowy, like the seventies. Yeah, well, I think that's from the time when Homer has hair, when they both met in the 70s. Oh. So she was a little little flower child. Oh, that's nice. She's yeah, a little she flower was. child. Yeah, Margie's oh. great. Marge, love Marge. Um, I do enjoy this sequence of Bart being alone with his parents as firstborn in those wonderful years when he is torturing Homer, uh, including swinging naked on the clothesline. And Homer says, oh, don't worry, he'll tire himself out. And then we... Fade to nighttime and he is still swinging. Still swinging, still swinging. And because it's like New York, it's not a hill's hoist. So no, he's like. Strung between two buildings. Yeah, he's like fifth floor up or something. It looks really high. Yeah. Swinging, swinging. Marge is telling him a bedtime story. Uh, they had 30 sons and 30 daughters. What were their names? Dennis, Brad, Brad. Mavis, Brad. <laughs> Just a sweet joke. Yeah. Just a sweet one. We got Jimmy Carter on the TV. There's lots of 80s references. And then we find out that uh, Marge is pregnant again. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be twice the love. Does that mean we're going to start doing it in the morning? And <laughs> she's like, no. So she's disgusted. I'm like, come on, Marge. Come we on, love- Margie. Marge, we love morning sex. A little bit of morning glory. It's come on. so good. It's so it's delicious. So good. It's, it's a nice way to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cozy. Code's yeah, a good time. Make each other late for work. It's fun. <laughs> um, um, I also like that Bart was flushing, like, he was flushing important things like Homer's keys and Homer's wallet down the toilet. But mm-hmm. my nephew used to flush stuff down the toilet because he saw Flushed Away the movie. And so he <laughs> took our, um, we had this really prized collection of Wallace and Gromit uh, figurines that we got from Wheat Bix boxes. 
you know. Were they pride of place in the home along the yes. mantel piece or something? Yes, and, like, we all loved them. Like, all of us loved them, and they're also, like, kind of um, worth a lot. Like, Were they, though? Yeah. You should look up how much they sell for now. Really? Anyway, yeah, he fucking flushed them down the toilet. But, I mean, can they even go? Wouldn't they get stuck along the way or something? No, I've got very good pipes in Australia. Oh, okay, right. I don't anyway, know. they didn't block up the toilet and they just got flushed away, just like in the movie Flushed Away. And he's like, they're going to come <laughs> back. I was like, no, Sebastian. They're gonna- <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not going to come back. Oh, dear. So we got Selma and Patty as well. They are loving butts, spout yeah. medley. Yep. Bart is so cute in his little overalls. He is. He's so cute. I want him to stay in those overalls forever. He was. He's really cute in this episode. He is super, super cute. They have to go house hunting to buy something affordable. All the houses are shocking. You could be next to a hog fat factory. Mmm, hog fat. Or uh, on a houseboat. I know. And I was like, I know about houseboats because someone I dated lived on a houseboat. I that- feel like they would smell. He told me that they have chemical toilets, which you yourself have to clean once a week at a minimum. Yeah, that sounds glamorous. Yeah. How gross is that? That's real gross. No, and where you. do you think that all that chemicals and poo goes? Mm, yeah, that does sound selfish. Yep. Yeah. Just because gross. I want to live on water. Gross. There's a really fun uh, Jaws reference here with the shark rising up out of the water, exactly like in Jaws, and captures the sea captain, but not before he tells him to check out the real shark carpeting. <laughs> I liked when they went to the house with all the cats, and they're like, oh, <laughs> this is nice if we just move all the cats out of the way. And he's like, Actually, uh, the cats own the house, so you would technically be their tenants. Uh, don't really like, like a, a cat landlord. And there was like hundreds of cats. Yeah. One of Marge's hair, like pushes through the hair. Oh gosh. Maybe they wouldn't, but they maybe they wouldn't care about you know how late the rent was or something like. Oh, but then you have to live with hundreds of cats. Hundred percent get toxoplasmosis. Is that cat AIDS? Which one? No, that no. One? So toxoplasmosis is this thing that most cat owners have because they've accidentally touched their uh, their cat poo, but you don't get it if you have an inside cat, right? So cats get it because m- mice and rats have this disease, which I think they get from birds, so that when they see a cat, instead of being scared of it, they, they act all weird and like they want to be near it, and so then the cat will eat the, the rat or the mouse. Uh huh. Uh huh. And yep. they get it. They get it. And these uh, rats and mice get it from eating birds. So it's to get rid of mice. It's this weird mm. inbuilt thing. Anyway, when humans get it, we become more in love with our cats, right? But what? Yeah, yeah. We become more in love with our cats, but also we can get some quite negative, like mental health side effects that are permanent. Like this is what I've read and heard in podcasts. Some forms of depression can start from getting toxoplasmosis. Get fucked. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's fucked. Anytime I meet somebody that's slightly obsessed with their cat and maybe a little sad, I'm going to be like, do you want to look at this pamphlet really quickly? And it's just like, (laughs) you might have toxoplasmosis. Toxoplasmosis. Have you thought about toxoplasmosis? Yeah. But then like once you have it, you can't get rid of it. It's like a permanent thing. That, I had th- this is blowing my mind. This is awful. Who is the learned friend now, Claire? <laughs> That's fucking horrendous. All right, everyone. If you if you feel like you have this thing, and look, 
you know, we all love a good diagnosis. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Love it. Love uh, it. Then just, my mom. just go have a little right. cheeky test. Maybe if you think you might need it, just yeah. bloody go for it. There's no judgment. No. But you did touch your cat's poo. Gross. Yeah, you did touch your cat's poo. Now you're Ugh. sad. Ugh. <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> fuck. You just have to go and get more mental health <laughs> sessions with your doctor, like the rest yeah. of us. Just like, get on, just get on it, get on that shit. No cure for depression, just uh, working with it and stuff. You know, you got to dance in the rain instead of waiting <laughs> for it to pass. You dance in that toxoplasmic rain. <laughs> I, still, I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, oh boy. So they eventually, Grandpa sells his house and gives them the deposit and they move into the house that we now know as the Simpsons abode. Yes. Now, I got to say that uh, when Homer asked Grandpa for money, he said, can I have $15,000 to buy a house? I think it wasn't even a deposit. I feel like he didn't say deposit. He said to buy a house. Do you think their house only cost $15,000? I mean, with inflation. I I mean, it could make sense if it's like back in the day in the 83. And I mean, I assume if this guy was doing all this research and he maybe looked up housing prices as well. I do find that it can be confusing to actually add dollar amounts to things because they can be interpretational based on how it's working. And I think that Tying sort of more tangible outside world, things like dates, numbers, like money, weight, like that sort of thing, to a fantastical world like The Simpsons doesn't really do it. Yeah. But like. It shouldn't be like that. When you do look up house pricing in America, not obviously not New York, but like a lot of towns, they're like like $20,000. You're like, I'm sorry, excuse me. Or they're like, <laughs> excuse me. Or like sometimes people share those insane houses. You're like, this house is insane. How much is that? They're like 150000 Like, uh, that house got seven bedrooms and there's oh. also an attached jail and it's only $150,000. We do have health insurance. I don't know. There maybe <laughs> there's other expenses. That's I don't true. Know. <laughs> it's a big place from what I can understand. Yep, it is a big place. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm very happy to be here in Australia where housing mm-hmm. is unaffordable, but other things we're very good at. <laughs> we are very good. Other things are a lot more affordable. They yes. meet the Flanders for the first time. <gasps> yes. They're all singing songs to them. Uh, Homer steals Nettie's TV tray. <laughs> and it's just funny because I feel like the Flanders is, is are such a good family. They are so good. They love each other. They're good neighbours and yeah. yet we hate them. Immediately. Those kids are fucking annoying. Oh, my God. So annoying. Like Actually, and um, this week on Twitter, everyone was sharing photos of uh, one of the Flanders' childs, Morty or whatever his name is, and they're like, why does he have Homer's body? Like, yeah, so implying. Yes. So they're in- I. Some of them, I feel like they're implying that Homer like fucked uh, Ned's wife, and that's mm. why. But I no, think but- other people are just like, why was he drawn like that? If we look at the timeline, they are clearly incorrect because exactly. this is the first time we meet that child is completely alive. Exactly, exactly. There's absolutely no way that Homer fucked uh, Ned's wife, unless but he yeah. wouldn't have done that because he loves no, he Marge. Because he loves Marge, absolutely. Yeah. So it's the Olympics is what's happening in the house in 1984, uh, brought to you by Krusty Burger, the America's fav- favourite meat-flavoured sandwich. 
yikes and that the lisa gets born and she's super cute and adorable and bart immediately hates i do want to say that just before Mm. uh lisa was born there's this bit where um bart is going down the hallway with a with a fry pan saucepan on his head and then he's clanging two fry pans together yelling i am so great great. everybody loves me Everybody, Everybody loves, loves me. me. I, I am, am so great. great. And I'm like, yes. I have seen that in memes. Uh-huh. And another piece of the puzzle clicks together, Claire. Yes, the internet. Now you know what I am so great is. I can now reference that. And now, knowledge. ah, the tables have turned back to me being the learned friend. <laughs> back where it all should be. <laughs> Yeah. I knew that you would say that. I knew that you'd be, I was like, that's a very iconic moment. It is. I've seen people share it and it's it's all over the internet. It's one of those moments that people like use as a reference to either make fun of someone or like it's such yep. a clear two panel image that people are like, yeah. so-and-so, so-and-so, and then they put that image up and you're like, oh, I know exactly what you're saying about what this that person. Is. Also, just side note, it would make a killer deep cut Simpsons Halloween costume. Yeah. Just the overalls, couple of saucepans. Yeah. Claim them and be like, how are you today? Like, I am so great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Bart is getting jealous of Lisa. So Homer builds him a new bed to get him away from the cot. And he builds him a hideous clown bed. I feel like this episode must have caused a lot of uh, people our age to end up with uh, chlorophobia or whatever, the cl- the fear of clowns. I would argue that as well. Yeah. Can't sleep, clown will eat me. Yeah. Another line. I, I was about to say, have you heard this before in any way? Yes. Yes, I yeah. have. I have. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what movie is that a reference to? Is it on It? Although I haven't seen It, so. No, it is from The Simpsons. It's actually like. It isn't a reference to anything. It was made for The Simpsons and it is now in popular use. Yeah. Um, there is a Alice Cooper song uh, called Can't Sleep, Clowns Will Eat Me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, actually, this was inspired by the writer's own childhood. <gasps> inspired by an event in The Simpsons writer Mike Rice's childhood, young Bart does not want to give up sleeping in the crib to make way for his newborn sister. Ah, I thought... More yeah. like the terrifying clown bed. No, no, I don't think you got a terrifying clown bed. No. <laughs> um, but isn't that also a snappy, like, horror sequence? Like, the Simpsons are getting much more better at, at using, like, that weird angles. They move into this almost, like, noir-esque animation, which is really effective. Yeah, and the the clown, terrifying clown bed is huge and it's laughing at him and you're like i know exactly that feeling just a really great way of transferring emotion and fear through animation yeah yeah i thought that was really good yeah so the baby's born um marge is wearing pearls yes (laughs) i was like marge you just had a baby you got (laughs) pearls on she's like hun yeah it's 1984 i gotta wear pearls were pearls big in the eighties? Uh, I, I remember. Uh, well, I don't know. I wasn't uh, alive then, but I think uh-huh. from no, no, uh, movies, it seems like uh, the eighties. There was that time of uh, kind of keeping up appearances, and it was like mm-hmm. everyone had to be neat and proper because uh, being 
like a housewife and a house mother in the 80s was actually a lot more um, or like a businessman was a lot more wanting to. Like, yeah, there was a more defined defined traditional yeah. roles. Like modern, yeah. like you'd had the sexual revolution, yeah. but there was still this upward mobility and, you know, the 80s yeah. is very well, much about also, money, yeah. money, money. Yeah, and the 80s was kind of like a reflection, like going anti the 70s. They're like, the 70s mm. didn't work. The sexual revolution in the 60s didn't work. Hippies don't work. They're filthy. They're gross. We want to go back to the 50s of like blah, blah, blah. That's why a lot of 80s fashion and stuff is influenced by the 50s. Yeah, that's true. The silhouettes are very similar. That kind yeah. of uh, sort of triangular waist, the shoulder pad type yeah. things. You're right. They are sort yeah. of, when you look at like 50s corsetry or like and that nipped in waist to that real hourglass, the 80s kind of had it in a similar way as well. We uh, we met Grandma Flanders. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hello, Jal. <laughs> Gosh, so uh, Bart is like having to do a sleepover at the Flanders house because that's- yeah, when Lisa's this is when Lisa's getting born, so yeah. they drop him off at the Flanders. Yeah, because they're yeah. like, your new sister's coming. You can't come to the hospital because uh, God, imagine if you're like, how old is he? Two years older than three years older than something like that. Yeah, imagine if your little toddler, your little three year old, was running around when you're trying to give birth. Like, no, not not the management strategy you want to use in that situation. Palm them off to the really. weird neighbours so they can play the yes. Good Samaritan board game and enjoy liver. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Yep, they ate that liver. Disgusting. A cow yeah. pissed through that. Yes, it fucking did. Absolutely. Yeah. It fucking uh, did. Yeah. Um, and Bart is still not sleeping. Oh, that's right. The Flanders kids are singing in their sleep. <laughs> And so he Christian songs in their sleep. They can't stop. Yeah. In the one uh, giant bed. Well, I mean, they're little kids, so maybe not one giant bed, but yes. So he goes wandering the halls and encounters Grandma Flanders, (laughs) who's terrifying. (laughs) I have to tell you that she does not appear in any of the other Simpsons. What? Really? Not, Not at all. Oh, my God. Did she die after this? She might have. They'd killed her off no matter what. Oh, my gosh. Because. Yeah. She was terrifying. Oh, that's just Grandma Flanders. No, she doesn't live with them. Don't know what happened there. She, but I mean, you know, in the timeline, if we're in 1983 and she's an old crazy woman, she's probably not around anymore. You know, however, it is five, six, seven years later. Yeah, R.I.P. Grandma Flanders. R.I.P. Grandma Flanders. Goodbye, Joe. Right, so then there was all this Olympic stuff throughout the entire episode, Bok, and you did some yeah. research into this. I tried to do some research, but I couldn't research it anyway, but I have to tell you. So okay. throughout it, the uh, the Olympic promotion by Krusty Burger is loosely based on the on the scratch and win promotion by Maccas, yeah. uh, where you could buy a Big Mac and a French fries. They do it now with Mike Monopoly as well. Oh! But- Oh, yeah. yeah, so you yeah. can win prizes and they obviously cost mitigate against, you know, stuff for free. But during the Olympics, they did a thing where they picked like Olympic sports and said, if they win, then you get a free Big Mac. Yeah. And throughout the episode, there was a bit of a twist on it in that the, and this happened in real life, the 1984 Summer Olympics was uh, boycotted by the Soviet Union. Um, Soviet <laughs> Union have a powerhouse in the Olympics, so oh, yeah. all They're of a sudden, strong. looked like the USA was going to win everything. <laughs> 
And Krusty was like, how much money is this going to cost me? And he's like, you personally stand to lose $44 million. (laughs) (laughs) So this actually did happen to Maccas and they lost a bunch of money on it. And I remember if someone can let me, I tried to find it on the internet, but I couldn't. But Maccas did a similar thing in Australia with the 2000 Olympics and obviously chose random sports that we didn't have a big chance in. And one of them was trap shooting. What is that? It's when you shoot clay pigeons in the air. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Shooting trap. Uh, And bloody Michael Diamond, old Dymo head himself. I don't know if that was his real name. Uh, (laughs) You know, Australians in sport, it's a funny thing. It's, it's It's a thing. I mean, our Steve Bradbury is our, you know, our you know, Steve Bradbury. Like our, our Steve Kate, Bradbury. Our but Steve we, Bradbury. Our Kathy. Come our on. Kathy. What's fun about an Australian sports fan is they will go from zero to expert in about 20 seconds. <laughs> and they will go from zero to all of a sudden knowing everything about this sport and everybody that's in it. And I think we just just claim whoever is obviously good at the sport oh, yeah. for ourselves. We may not oh, have yeah. known them yesterday, but today apparently we're good buddies. Oh, what? yeah, like I watched the football you're... last night and Jackie yes. from the Tykes, he's from Tasmania, he's actually from Hobart. There was also another person on the team who was from Georgetown. Like I was like, hell yeah, Jackie boy, my These main These are my man. people. These are my yeah. main man. We're mates now because you are good at sport. Yes. Bloody jock culture, am I right? So <laughs> Michael Diamond won the gold in the trap shooting yep. and Macca's got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't find a story on it anywhere, but I distinctly remember that happening. Wow. Well, I have, so I have this really beautiful hat and it's one of my favorite <laughs> What's that, hats. that, No way. You love fucking hats. <laughs> I do, do love you? fucking hats. Yep. I love them. Um, and I have this one beautiful hat, which I love. And um, I didn't want to bring it down to Tassie because I didn't want to wear it so much that it will fade even more because I wore it a lot in 2018 when I went overseas. It was my main hat. Uh-huh. And it's beautiful. And it's um, from the 1984 Oly- Olympics in Atlanta. 1996. Uh, okay. Anyway. Uh, I remember those. They were like It's like corduroy. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Uh, so suede. So the ah. cap, the cap bit is suede on top, and then the underside is tartan, and then the rest is denim, right? And it's fucking <laughs> loving beautiful. that mismatch. I'm loving those fabrics. Apparently, uh, they brought good. out three, right? Mm-hmm. There were three with different colored hats. You can get green, you can get black, you can get blue. Mine is blue, and different types of tartans underneath. And then on the the back strap where you can tighten it, it's the little metal uh, case. It's got a M for McDonald's. Uh-huh. Apparently it was a big like promotion through yeah, McDonald's, these hats. Yep. I remember them. I remember them. Like what an amazing promotion. Why does McDonald's Everyone bring out those them. kind of fucking beautiful promotions anymore? They're pretty good. I think I remember because I worked at Macca's that the hats also, the employee hats had the same little M on the on that buckle thing. Oh, yeah. Pretty yeah. sure. They're beautiful. Yep. Like, And also people now with that 1996 Olympics Atlanta, that symbol, people are now selling like fake 1996 Atlanta Olympics T-shirts and stuff. Like there's oh, so much fake It's that whole vintage. 90s 
windsheeter kind of yeah. like culture right now as yeah, well. Yeah, and it's like so everyone's... specific because like Olympics are so culturally kitsch and beloved. They're like yeah. the past Olympics item is so people want I mean, it. they're kind of limited edition as well. I mean, yeah. and I know I fucking love the Olympics. Yes. <laughs> but I do think that I like the opening ceremony probably the best. Yep. That is my favorite. I'm, that is my favorite. I am an opening ceremony gal. <laughs> oh my god! I would have, and I was going to be in like Southeast Asia around the time of the Olympics this year. Uh, I, I mean, Tokyo is pretty close, right? I know. Maybe, maybe gone. We could have gone. I, it's, it's in my life that I would love to go to an opening ceremony at oh. some point in my life. Oh, I want to go there so bad. I want to go or work on one. Oh, yes. yes. Maybe we'll get another Commonwealth Games back here and I can work on that. We'll just yes. we'll just work my way up the ladder, Claire. They start yep. me off with a Commonwealth. Maybe you might yep. move to an Invictus, you know, Hell and they'll yes. be like, okay, yes. it is time for the big guns for you, all right? The you Winter do- Olympics. The win- <laughs> Yeah, together. we should. I would love that. Oh my god, I would love that so much. It's so because much. it's performance and sports. The same. Yes, <laughs> it's the, the theater of it. Olympics is theater. That's what yes. I like about it. Yes. Yeah. Because also, I think, uh, and then after we go to the Olympics, then we should go to whatever place during Eurovision. Nah. No. <laughs> I knew you don't like Eurovision, but I tried. I tried. Oh, wait, you asked, you thought that you could sneak that past me? Yes. And then we'll go to Eurovision, right? Right, Bob? <laughs> right? Uh, mm, 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 mm. No, that's funny because it's like, I like sport that is performance. I do not like performance, performance that, is that is sport. Is... <laughs> Which is what Eurovision is. Oh, yeah, it is. Very much is. <laughs> Just want to point out, Dr. Hubbard has got raster dreads. Oh, yeah. It's very, very funny. And then we get to the point where Lisa... It's bold! There's a bold Lisa shot. Oh, yeah, that's true. Bart does a lot of things to Lisa. He tries to post her in the mail. He cuts yeah. all her hair off. Yeah. He puts, gives her to Flanders. Yeah, when I was, when I was uh, five, my best... At kinder, my best friend Jeffrey and I, we apparently went off to the uh, cupboard with scissors... And we were <gasps> so quiet. And then the teacher's like, yeah. where's Clara and Jeffrey? And then she found us and we cut all our ha- each other's hairs off. Oh, my God. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I never did. Yeah. Jeff- what? Jeffrey and I. I've never seen any photos. How bad did it get? I don't know, but mum never took photos. And I was like, what? Oh, you, wouldn't you just preserve that moment? Oh, my God. I know. Oh my God. But mum has told me that story so many times. Oh, God, no. I, once I tried to put a comb in my hair to get, like, a curly, but this is probably at the embarrassing age of maybe, like, 11 or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, when yeah. I got trapped and it got stuck in my hair and oh. I had to go to the hairdresser and get it unpicked. There was no other way. It was so stuck in there. I was oh my God. so embarrassed. I was old enough to know better. Oh, my God. That is severely embarrassing. Don't tell anybody, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to This tell. is just between no, you and me. This yeah, is okay. yeah, it's a private, private, private chat, private chat. Private, th- private chat. You haven't pressed record yet. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember these things, these hair twist things. It was after the crimper where uh-huh. 
you would put in two bits of your hair and yes. then it was a machine that would twist it up. Oh, so and you'd press it and go, blah, 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 and yeah, it would like, and then you do could it for put you? in little beads, clip in little beads. But oh. and the images and the videos might look I- incredible. And whenever it oh, do yeah. it, it would just give you a giant knot. Totally, <laughs> 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 it's like all these little girls on the ad been like, Twisty Melisty, I can get all these beads in my hair. Exactly. That's fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking hair things. So Bart gets really sad and he almost runs away. He yeah. gets his little ducky and he gets his little, what are they called? Panica. Oh, yeah, the little stick and the little bag. So it gets ready. Did you ever try and run away when you were a kid? Uh, yes, I was about six and I wasn't getting enough attention. And so I I walked out of the house and I was like, I'm running away. And my brother's like, you can't run away. And then mom came out. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm running away. And she's like, you can't run away. And I was like, I'm running away. I think I wanted my dad's attention. And they're all like, Claire, come back. And I was like, no, dad has to come out and stop me. So I walked out the little gate and like walked down like along next to the front fence and I was walking uh-huh. so slowly and I, and then Dad came out <laughs> with a pot that has hot, held boiling potatoes in it. I remember uh-huh. he came out with this big pot with boiling potatoes. He's like, Claire, what are you doing? I'm boiling the potatoes. Like, I'm away. That is He's a like, compelling argument, Father. I know. I was like, I'm running away. He's like, you can't do that. I'm boiling the potatoes. You gotta eat the potatoes. Was that convincing? You were like, "Yep, case closed." Yeah. He was like, "I love I- you. Come back in." I was like, "Okay, okay." All right. I think I've got. I like the way that you dictated the terms of negotiation by saying, "I will accept Dad and no one else." Dad has yeah. to be the one to come in and tell me to come back inside. Beg, yeah, beg for me to be returned to the family bosom. <laughs> I tell you, father. I might be six years old, but in my head, I'm sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's my body and I'll do what I want with it, Dad. <laughs> I will get that septum. ill-advised back tattoo. <laughs> He's my boyfriend and I love him and age doesn't matter. Oh, my God. <laughs> I yeah. almost ran away. I didn't yeah. actually leave the house. I just oh, yeah. packed my belongings. Oh. I was very sad, very oh. sad. How but old I, I were got- you? Oh, little. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, six to seven to eight. Whenever these sorts of things start to happen, you kind of have this amorphous idea of what independence is. Yeah. Yeah. But you're still very caught up in, like, imagination, I guess. Yeah. 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 And I, all props to my parents, they took me seriously. They must have read it in a book or something. But it wasn't like, don't be silly or you can't leave or anything like that. I was upset about something and they... And I remember packing <laughs> packing this particular toy that I was obsessed with at the time, uh, which was when you went to Pizza Hut and the Land Before Time was out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they had these little rubber hand puppets. Uh, yeah. And I had one of Petrie, the um, pterodactyl. Yeah. And it was my favourite and I was taking that with me. So I was packing him 
and my, I think my mum came in or maybe my dad as well and they both sat me they sat me down they're like why do you want to leave you know we really loved they took it like really seriously and Aww. in my mind they convinced me to stay <laughs> and that I would have gone except that they did put up a compelling argument <laughs> <laughs> Aww. I know that's but so in my sweet. mind, I was going to go, Claire. They changed my mind. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. That's the only reason. Not because they wouldn't have let you leave. That is so sweet. Pretty good, right? Pretty yeah. well done. Yep. Yeah. Excellent, excellent parenting. Yeah. Um, so, but, so Lisa's first word yeah. is Bart. Yes. And she says, Bart, 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 Bart. She says, did she say mummy? Mummy. Homer. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Oh, so cute. David Hasselhoff. So cute. So cute. And, And yeah, she calls Homer Homer instead of daddy. And he's like, Mm -hmm. what? And Bart realizes, Marge says, Lisa's crazy about you. Yeah. And isn't that just the, like, I was obsessed with my older sister. Obsessed. Yeah. And I can see it now with my nephews. The younger one's obsessed with the older one as well. Aww. It's real cute. And that Bart was her first word. So cute. And then even on top of all of this fucking cuteness and the Lisa and Bart hugging and being like, oh, my God, it's so fucking cute. So cute. And then Homer puts Maggie to bed. At the very end of the episode. He says, I hope you never say a word. And then... He shuts the door, mm-hmm. and she takes out her um her dummy. Her dummy. She says, "Daddy," in this and crazy like, voice. Fucking yes. So yeah. that voice is the voice of a celebrity. Which one? Do you want to take a guess? A wild guess. Um, sort of from the nineties. Uh, Actually, a bit more evergreen. I'll say. A very famous Academy Award winning actress. Liza Minnelli. No, but so close. Judy Garland. Ah, again, so close. I don't know. Elizabeth Taylor. What? Yeah. She is the voice of Maggie Simpson. What? When promoting the episode, the producers initially did not reveal that the voice of Maggie would be... Uh, didn't say who it was, uh, so there was lots of speculation as to the identity of the actress. Even though it was only one word, the voice came out, quote-unquote, too sexy. And Taylor <laughs> had to record the part numerous times until the producers were satisfied that it actually sounded like a baby. Oh, my God. Daddy. They're well, Daddy tw- is, like, can be a sexy word. It can be, right? Uh, <laughs> we did 24 takes, but they were always too sexual. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Because, of course, you're going to be like, Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> daddy. Oh, my God. Oh, Daddy. Elizabeth Taylor, my mum uses her perfume. The white diamonds? I think it's green. Uh, poison, envy, it's green something. tea or something, but Elizabeth oh, okay. Taylor green tea. White yeah. diamonds was a quintessential set of fake fragrance. Ah. Uh, I think for, for my mother at least as well. Yeah. Very much so. Mm. <laughs> it's a mother it's a mother perfume. Wow. A little bit, yeah. Daddy. 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 So Daddy. cute. So cute. And then she never says another single word. No, I don't think she does. I think Ever. that's it. What I love about this episode is how well all those endings fit together. Yeah. 
I think it's so amazing. You've got the Lisa's first word is Bart. You've got that real tug of the heartstrings there. Yeah. Um, the whole time they've been calling him Homer. Ha 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 ha. You don't see the switch until it's, it happens. And yeah. then you go, holy fucking shit. Yeah. 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 I love The mm. Simpsons. I love ah. The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. I love The Simpsons. This episode oh was so beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting into this. <laughs> you love The Simpsons now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that's really sweet. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm like, that's really cool. Oh, uh, thank you, Bog, for getting me into The Simpsons. Well, I mean, again, uh, I'll just take all the honour and glory I can get. Absolutely. <laughs> Next time that you say, I am so great, and you start making bloody Simpsons references, I'm yep. going to be like, yes, that's I did me. that. That's me, everyone. Thank you. So, Claire loves The Simpsons. And that's all we've got for you this week. Thank you so much. I feel like we've been getting a bit of momentum. I don't know about you, but people have been reaching out a little bit lately. Yeah. Been having a little bit of like, oh, I really like this podcast. I really like the da-da-da-da. So I just want to say that we hear you, you know, we hear you. See you. But we we don't. We don't see you. Give us a fucking review. Like, (laughs) Review us. Review us. Review us. Uh, or share us or or follow us on Twitter and stuff like subscribe, subscribe, like let us know you are here and we will let you know if we maybe start a Patreon or not. Yeah. Cause maybe that's maybe going to happen. We're maybe going to like think about it. We're thinking about it. We're We're making art for free right now. So do some cute stuff on there for you. Maybe like watch movies that have like you know simpsons reference references something like that like we're thinking about doing little side projects that kind of thing so if you want that we kind of need to know that you want it first yeah so there's no point like let us know yeah there's no point what's not that there's no point no no the art is the point uh and i think Friendship is maybe the point. Yes, art, friendship, and then we'd uh, like to better pay for the website that hosts this. All we're asking, right? Just a little <laughs> bit, little bit of cashola for the for the time spent having fucking fun. So yeah. if we've made you laugh once this episode, then think I think it. think about it. Think about well, it. Yeah, tell us that you like us. Tell us that you like. We usually say tell everybody. I'm like, no, this time it's just us. Just us this time. <laughs> Tell us, tell us. Tell, tell me, tell me, I need to know. Yes. Next week's episode is Homer's Triple Bypass. A triple bypass. Does it mean he gets three hearts? <laughs> uh, he has a bloody heart attack is what oh! he does. And wow. uh, so, and then maybe they'll put three hearts in him. Oh, great. Like a cow. No, that's three stomachs. <laughs> stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you may but- not know about cows but you do know about cats i do i do get tested for toxoplasma everybody toxoplasmosis we love you love you bye